Lamb Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. Welcome once again to another episode of the hit podcast, Beers with the Brewers podcast, recorded live from the Land Grant Brewing Company brewing company we are recording live in the kickstarter room room and we are talking about summer beers today we talked about summer beers last week but that recording was lost to history and we'll get into why here in a minute um but we've got some special guests today uh as always um joining us today is our director of communications meredith miles good afternoon welcome back to the podcast we have a former host and currently, uh, the worst retired man in Columbus, uh, Mark Richards. Yo, what's up? I've just been out there reversing the game, Walt, kicking it with Bushwick Bill and Willie D. Great. Okay. Um, the Ghetto <laughs> Boys, is that is that a reference to the rap group? The uh, ghetto yeah, Boys? the Trigger Happy Mother okay. Ghetto Boys, what Great. we like to call ourselves. All right. So, if you, yeah, there you go. Mark's dating himself, so you can do the math on that. Mm. Now, normally I introduce the next person last, um, the captain of this ship. Uh, head brewer Dan Schaefer joins us as well. Ahoy. But today we're going to introduce uh, someone sort of new to this podcast last. Um, logistics coordinator. Did I get that right? That's true. That's what they call me. Ron Jorgensen. Ron joined us last week. Hmm. So I heard this is about technically this. his second appearance on this podcast, but it's the first one any of you have heard. And uh, Ron, why don't you tell him why? Uh, technical difficulties last week led yeah. led to uh, uh, a beer being spilled on the on the laptop. Yeah, we spilled it. We've been recording this podcast for about seven years, and we recorded on a on a laptop that at at last check was thirteen years old, and it came in, in it crossed paths with Ron once in all that time, and that one time Ron spilled an entire pool party onto the computer, and it is fried. It's a good way for that to go. And the episode is mm. lost mm. to the suds. But against our better judgment, we've inv- invited him back again this week. Happy to be here. All right. You're going to do much better this week, Ron. Yeah, yeah. Pour a little beer on the curb for the dead laptop, but don't yeah. pour any beer yeah. on the table this week. Yeah, and this is a nicer laptop. Let's try and make it through. Um, yeah. And I'm probably just jinxing myself that I will spill a beer all over the laptop this week. But nonetheless, we are talking about three summer beers today. We are talking about Inflatable Flamingo, our watermelon wheat ale with lime. We are talking about Let Me Squeeze Past You, our lager with lime. And we are talking about perennial favorite pool party Pilsner. Mm, famous. Yeah. World famous. World Absolutely. Famous. And uh, we are all starting with Inflatable Flamingo in our glass. So I think that's going to be the first one we talk about. Now, Dan, can you recreate last week's <laughs> rundown word for word <laughs> from memory? No. no. Um, <laughs> I do like how you went semi-Aussie there with the intro for Flamingo, though. It's a, what a, a watermelon, watermelon <laughs> wheat aisle. <laughs> it's a watermelon wheat aisle. <laughs> I was watching Bluey with the kids. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to keep this tight since we got uh, three beers. But uh, Fitty Fitty, um, our uh, house pills malt and uh, wheat. 
just uh, a little bit of CTZ for bittering, 5.2% uh, ABV, 7-ish uh, IBUs. Um, so, yeah, the big change up with this is we uh, started using a, a different watermelon concentrate from last year. Uh, it is not as um, kind of like taking a, a, a munch out of a watermelon, watermelon, but more of like a Jolly Rancher watermelon, um, but still equally tasty. And uh, started using uh, True Citrus Lime uh, instead of uh, Keyless Key West Lime Juice. Again, trying to, um, you know, we don't need to put more water in our beer. We've got lots of water in our beer. Uh, according to this, approximately 94.8%. So um, we don't need to add any more. So uh, we, um, it is. But, um, yeah, there you go. Uh, I, I like this iteration. Um, yeah, I think it's worth noting that we used to kind of tout the color in the glass, and that was a little bit more blush before it kind of visually represented watermelon. But I tell you, I think that the, the flavor that it's pulling, this is my first one this year, and I think, not that I wasn't drinking it last year, but I'm more inclined to reach for this one than I probably was even with last year's rendition. Mm -hmm. It's really doing it for me. Yeah, and let's be real. Most people are probably drinking this one straight from the can, poolside. This is like the perfect hot day, sitting by the side of the pool, sitting in the backyard. Maybe you just got done mowing the lawn. This is just like the perfect too hot day beer, for sure. Yeah. That's the weird thing about this as well, is we actually used more watermelon than we did last year. It's just uh, flavor com or uh, color compounds are, are big and heavy and chunky, and they tend to fall out of solution over mm -hmm. time. So It's subtle. I like this subtle. I came here not to like this beer at all, and I love it. So well, thanks, thanks for coming. I Mark. have an aversion to mm -hmm. watermelon. There's uh, what's what's the amendment brewery that did the watermelon? Twenty first. Thank you. Yeah. I hate that beer. So this hell or high it. watermelon. Yeah, um, like hands down, this beats it. It's awesome. not even a fair fight. In fairness, I came in here very much opposed to having you on the podcast, and thus far, <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm glad I did not disappoint, but neither did the watermelon wheat. Look at the pro. It's what like you, you never left, folks. Um, really, so unlike Meredith, I have. Uh, this is not my first one of the season. Uh, I've had quite a few, just a few, um, and and they've been great. I agree. I agree with it's a, a great patio season beer. Um, I've had many on the weekend out here in the beer garden. It's been great. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's got that nice, like you said, Dan, that like, sort of candied watermelon mm -hmm. flavor um, that I so enjoy in a watermelon seltzer non-alcoholic watermelon seltzer yeah. Kroger brand preferably <laughs> um, yet not yeah. too much of it yeah it's just the right amount of fruit flavor it's delicious beer it, I think we'd all agree it's going down pretty easy which I think probably leads to the first crushability rating of the day mm. so how, you know how crushable is it we're going to make Ron go first Ron how crushable is this on a scale of one to six assuming you are crushing responsibly of course and you have arranged transportation home assuming i have not spilled one and you've got a firm grip on your glass <laughs> um this this is an easy six for me um they they go down real easy and on a hot day easy six. Oh, did you want me to go next yeah. okay thanks we'll just go around the horn yeah um i too would agree it is also a six for me i don't even think it needs to be a hot day i think a hot day makes the six go faster but i would definitely agree it's a six crusher for me yeah, mine's a hard six. Like I'll drink six, but I'm not gonna like it. 
Um, <laughs> no, it's, uh, I, I can see um, putting down a sixer of this in the backyard uh, within the kiddie pool. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, Mark, what do you think? Uh, just so Dan doesn't beat me up, I'm going to go six. Yeah. <laughs> As a fan of watermelon-flavored things, that's definitely a six for me. I could see if, if you're totally averse to watermelon, maybe less so, but it's delicious and it's refreshing. You know what I will say, though, is I don't think, to, to Mark's point, if you're, not, if you're a little more like watermelon-adverse, I think that it's still worth a try. I mean, get it in a flight or whatever, you know, give it a try, because yeah. it's not punch you in the face watermelon it's just really refreshing summery and mm-hmm. that candy mm-hmm. flavor really makes a difference i think yeah i think the the lime also is a really nice palate cleanser it kind of just cleans up the fruitiness off the bow off brightens the front. it right up yep yeah like we, like with meredith said it's not so much lime but it's enough that it's really approachable i think for like non-craft beer drinkers either like getting into it perhaps would be a great starter yeah this would be a great gateway beer um, if you're looking for one and you listen to this podcast <laughs> for some reason. gateway into beers. Yeah. <laughs> if you've been listening to every episode of this podcast. Uh, I've been listening to podcasts for like five years now. Um, finally really want to know finally what, found one that's what do my first beer should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's a, that's a unanimous six. Not a surprise there. Um, yeah. I, I think all three of these beers are probably going to have pretty high. Crushability ratings um, because it's it's summer it's, and it's yeah, time it's to be the outside. summer crusher episode. Be, uh, so I think it, it's ooh, a little implied. It's right? Time to be crushing responsibly. <laughs> 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 All, right. All right. So uh, we're going to move on to our second. Brew of so the day. Ron, or are Ron's closest to all the beers. Should we really have him hand them out? No, <laughs> Ron, with the Ron did request that I retell my story la- that I, about the okay. label from last week since it didn't make it because and apparently no one w- was familiar with this concept. But mm-hmm. um, they were asking about the label and the, just the concept behind it. But uh, every year at the pool in my neighborhood. Like at Memorial Day or Fourth of July or one of those holidays, they'd have a big like you know cookout party thing, and and one of the one of the like games was you would you would they would like grease up watermelons and throw them in the deep end of the pool, and you would you would dive down to try and retrieve these slippery watermelons from the deep end and haul them back up to dry land, and you know if you won you got you know a free I- icy or snow cone or something or but uh, but yeah, th- that's where. The, so like, if you look at the label, it's obviously got the like the flamingo inflatable. You know, we made this beer to be the perfect sort of poolside beer. So that I feel like the inflatable flamingo part of it's kind of obvious. But like the the watermelon, I- I- there's like watermelons sort of strewn a- about next to the pool and and yeah. down at the bottom of the pool. And so that was a reference to that. And I was sort of surprised the last week that no one else had heard of that sort of summer tradition. Are you familiar with that, Meredith? I'm, I don't know that I've ever seen anybody diving for watermelons. I don't know. When I think of, I mean, watermelons are so like poolside treat type of picnic-y vibes. But yeah, I guess I never put that together myself. But It, it was hard to do because you're like a kid and then, yeah. you know, watermelon is pretty big compared to you as, as, a, <laughs> as a kid. And it's been rubbed down with like butter or whatever. <laughs> And it's at the bottom of the pool. It was oh hard boy. to do. It, it was tough. It's the fact that they that they butter them for me. Right. Is where There's I a am. lot of levels here. Why are we putting butter in a pool? Why are we making kids almost <laughs> drown while retrieving this impossible to fetch watermelon? Well, you know, this I don't is, know. This is the late '80s, Keys early '90s. family traditions. 
This, mm-hmm. No, this is the Keys family tradition. Oh, okay. This is the community pool. Did oh, okay. anybody ever make a, like, I, I carried a watermelon joke, like a Dirty Dancing <laughs> reference? I carried a watermelon. I carried a watermelon. Like, why are you all buttered up at the I pool? I carried that. a watermelon. Yeah, yeah. You don't get my reference. I don't get your okay, reference. Okay, well. There's way worse the, things This is for our female the, the only version of Dirty Actually, Dancing I've seen. Actually, my wife every now and again. I carried a watermelon. The only version of Dirty Dancing I've seen is the one set to the Muppet theme song well equally as it's memorable. delightful <laughs> yes it's delightful if you right. youtube that so there you go let's light the lights and we are moving on to the next beer in our lineup let's just keep it rolling keep it rolling oh. let, let me squeeze past you which say. is our uh, midwest oh. lager <laughs> with oh. lime yep. someone asked me what midwest what, what a midwest lager is and i said you know it's just a very drinkable lager. It's not. It's not an official. It was made BJCP in the Midwest. Style, I don't believe, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but it's good. And it's we threw some lime in here, and it's good. And Dan's gonna tell you all about it. It's really weird how um, when you try this beer after Flamingo. Uh, I mean, the, the the first time I tried this, like wow, that's a lot of lime. And then you try it after Flamingo, it's oh, that's like a really good Mexican lager with like just a little bit of lime in it. Yeah. Uh, Fits it's right just, in. Yeah, it changes your perception of it. Um, uh, also, five point two percent ABV, uh, twelve IBUs, um, Liberty hops, and then um, yeah, our, our house pills malt again. Uh, flake corn, I think we've backed off on that a little bit. It used, this used to be quite corny when it was an actual You're telling me. Mexican <laughs> lager. You're not so far away that I can't push you down. And I will. Oh boy. Um, a lot of fighting with Dan <laughs> on this Listen, it's, Dan's fired it's up a little today. congenial lime on the front. Of course it's corny. It's no. the Midwestern op- opi lime guy. So corny, corny corny tracks. It's yeah. it's supposed to. As I've said repeatedly, <laughs> like I'll never hit a person, but I will push someone down <laughs> at the drop of a hat. But then I'll hit Ron uh, and he'll spill a beer, so that's that's dangerous for everybody. Um, <laughs> and uh, a little bit of Gold Pills Vienna, because yeah, this the Mexican lager style is sort of based off of uh, the Vienna lager style. Uh, there's a whole thing with that, but yeah, we don't have time to get into it. Um, but anyway, why not? why not? We're right here talking about beer. Because we have another beer to, to, to drink right. after this. For the sake okay, of time. Okay, so um, what was it? Um, immigrants from Germany and Austria uh, in Mexico, basically. Mm-hmm. This is the, the, the bastardized version of, of the Austrian um, Vienna lager. Uh, yeah. And sort of similar to American Pils malt, uh, or I'm sorry, American Pilsner. Um, they couldn't find malt of a sufficient quality, so they had to lighten the body um, with, in this case, uh, corn. And there you go. History. <laughs> I like it. Oop. That's all. That's all I got. <laughs> there you go. Now what, Crushers? Um, well, I, I, I have a fun fact about this beer. Ron has a fun fact yeah. about this beer. It's still on the table <laughs> and not totally and on if you it. Thought and his the fun glass. fact was this is one he spilled on the computer last week. You'd be wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's going to be our next beer. No, fun fact about this this exact beer right here is um, uh, every new land grant employee, at least on the production side, gets a brew day with the brewers. And uh, this is what we brewed on my brew day. There you, so go. there you go. I, I quote unquote helped with this beer. Did they make you squeeze all the limes? I in squeezed by hand? all the limes by hand. Yep. Wow. And uh, 
dumped a little hops in, and, and then that was it. So. Well, I can certainly taste the difference, Ron. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that is actually one of the nice things about the true citrus in, uh, in this beer is in the past. So lime is actually one of the hardest fruits to clarify, uh, very much so. And um, since we didn't use actual lime juice in this, it's brilliantly clear this year, which as a brewer makes me very happy. Oh, man. See-through beers. That's where we're waiting for the future to be, see-through beers. Yeah, I heard that's I where the, 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 the whole brewing world is headed towards. <laughs> I think so. See-through yeah. beers. Mark and I were sharing our affinity for beers we can see through yeah, earlier see-through today. see-through beers. So it's going to be hazy beers and see-through beers. That's yeah, the, future. the future. We'll see if it catches on. I don't, I'm not so sure. Allegedly. It might be just a <laughs> trend. Placing my bets now. All right. Well, this beer is pretty darn crushable, I think. I've crushed half mine already. Yeah. Um, but let's Same. let's put a number to it and ask that question we ask about every beer. How crushable might oh, it be? Um, all right, we started with Ron last time. We're going to start with uh, Mark this time. Um, I Just coming off the land-grant retreat, employee retreat, which was a great time, we were drinking these out of unmarked cans. <laughs> May or may not have taken some on international waters down there on the Hawking <laughs> River, if you know what I'm talking about. Mark Richards is no longer full-time employee of Land Grant Brewery I actually Company. put in a full-time status week last week. I, and as we kept this explaining This week, I'm up to, you, to like five, yeah. five or six. You got to do that for a little while to be a full-time employee. Mm-hmm. He says average. Like, I always heard it was like once a year if you can work <laughs> a whole week. <laughs> But, you know, for full-time status, 32 hours. He does it for the employee discount. Hours. That's really what I need my for. naps. 32 hours just sounds like a lot to me for a retired person to be working. Right. It, my point has oh. gotten through to you. Anyway, so how many of these Six crusher. Can, there you go. All right. We got there. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> We're going reverse clockwise now. Reverse oh, clockwise. Now. Watch out, guys. He's two beers in and he's going rogue. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if... if Flamingo was a six. This is like a six plus. I, oh, I wow. Really, I really like this. I would, I would ditto that. <clears throat> I think that Inflatable Flamingo is good. It wouldn't necessarily be the first summer beer I grab, but mm-hmm. having this is actually my first. Let me squeeze. And it it's pretty good. So Are you I, giving it a plus as well? I'm giving plus? a six. A, well, it caps at six. But if there was another yeah. one in front of me, I might start the count over yeah it's kind of like an a plus it's like an a plus like the best you can do but it's but like also plus yeah yeah Yeah. that's where i'm at the clock starts over at midnight so yeah what about ron burgundy uh easy six easy six not uh nothing more just six yeah i've also learned that i guess meredith is not drinking enough beers both of these have been her first so i don't know well we'll see if we can see what we can do Mm. um yeah, I'm on record on this podcast as, you know, lagers aren't usually my go-to. It's not the ones that I normally reach for first. But having also been on the same um, Hocking Hills uh, getaway as Mark and having that have been quite the sort of marathon day of hanging out with all the good people here at Land Grant, um, I definitely had a few of these, and they definitely were really refreshing and delicious and kept things, you know, light and tight and... Uh, we're gonna say I'm gonna go with the six. I can't. You can't go lower than six on this beer. I don't think. Well, I really, really want to talk about the Brandon label design on this oh, one. Do you? I really love it. Okay, yeah. it's um, light and tight. <laughs> just, just like limey. Uh, this was one. Um, <laughs> well, it's got two check boxes when you're evaluating <laughs> labels. Light, light. Is it light? Tight. It? It's tight. <laughs> Send it. Ship, ship it, baby. Blue label, print it. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, um, this one was, man, I, I'm pretty sure this was an Adam name, an idea, and I don't remember exactly the, the scenario, but we were trying to come up with a, a name for this beer, and, you know, I think someone threw out the OPE idea, O-P-E, oh. you know, the Midwestern sort of, like, polite, uh, yeah, interjection, and we didn't necessarily just want to call it OPE, um, I don't know if there was a beer already called that or something, but that was sort of off the table, but... Um, at some point, someone said, you know, it's like when you say, oh, let me squeeze past you. And then we're like, oh, yeah, like that's that is a thing. That's like such a Midwest thing that someone might say. And um, and so we ca- we came to the name. Let me squeeze past you. And we decided to call it a Midwest lager, which sort of made up. And then, you know, it was kind of Midwest. With a, with but a obviously, po- the beer had lime in it. With a so polite squeeze of right, lime. Right, with a polite squeeze of lime. <laughs> yes. And so then, yeah, so then, like, the label from there is pretty obvious that it's going to be just like a anthropomorphic lime. Sort of, in my, in my mind, it was just like, oh, that's not, you guys, that's not, come on. I'm going to look that up <laughs> that's later. That's not that fancy of a word. Anthropomorphic, you don't know that word? No. It's the humanization of a non human, like, thing. It's good. I can do it too. See, onomatopoeia. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping bombs. Use your context clues there. Those, but, almost, uh, ra- those almost rhyme too. At but least in the front. Yeah, so in my mind, it was, the, and if you look at the label, uh, it's basically just like the idea of this, this lime man, person, woman, whatever, it's a lime. Um, trying Sign to no <laughs> gender. It's a they, them, it's or a lime, something. It's a lime yes. with eyes and a mouth. It exists. And it is trying to squeeze itself down like the aisle of, in my mind, it's like a, like a stadium or a, or a theater with all these little limes sitting in rows. Yeah. And it's trying to just kind of squeeze its way through and not spill any beer on anyone and be nice and polite and just, you know, get where it needs to go. Polite. And be, uh, you know, just be out there. See, yeah. Polite little lime, yeah. and that's it. That's that's the label. I uh, like I said, this was what we did on my on my brew day, and all I saw was the name. And you know, let me squeeze. I was like, oh, lime lager. That makes sense. And then and then I saw the can when we canned it, and I saw the oh, and the squeeze, and it just all came together with me in the midwestern yeah. lager. And I'm gonna be honest, Walt, I, I thought it was brilliant. And it's some of your best work, I think. Brilliant. Wow. Yeah. I like well, that. I appreciate Truly, that. I mean. And I actually, like, I was never super happy with the first one. Like, it was, there was some jankiness to the illustration that I wasn't happy with. So I did actually redraw the label this year. It's not, like, it's not any different necessarily. But I think I it's worth noting that the, the lime has a pennant. Like a flag, like a yeah. pennant oh, yeah. that says yeah. Midwest. So I guess it is a stadium. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very pennant, stadium. Yeah. And I also was going to say, in addition to that, last year I remember you having an idea for a great stop motion of Let Me Squeeze Pasture. And we'll have to resurrect it because it was really good. It's on but our YouTube <coughs> page. And if, you, and if you go to the new beer page on langrantbrewing.com, which we're... Slash beers. Slash beers. Um, or you use the nav and go to beers. Um, if you go to that page... And you go to the Let Me Squeeze Past Your page. That video is right there. One, well, so for the audio medium that we're on, we'll explain it. Basically, Walt comprised a crowd of blank aluminum cans. Very likely Let Me Squeeze, based on what Mark said. They could have been the same. But there is a crowd of them, and he's got some crowd noise. And you see the little limey guy 
from the can working to squeeze his way through and he comes out and so it's a great play on it standing out from the crowd because it does it's definitely like i said it's it's sort of like when you take a lager if you've got your mexican lager you throw your lime and you don't need to do that here because we've already done it for you it's 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 ready to drink as is it's great yeah saves a step stands out from the crowd wow yeah. that's oh, a great sure. metaphor yeah great job meredith thank you i work i, say, I work um, in words as a, uh, a PSA, this has made me aware that I actually say "ope" approximately a hundred <laughs> times a day. Yeah, I have a shirt that Particularly says "ope." I should have worn that today. That would have been apropos. yeah. I remember the first time like seeing like a meme or something about "ope" or I don't know, seeing it somewhere, and, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." I say that all the time. Was, like everyone says it all. The I time. was resolute. It's like, what is that? It's like I don't say that, and I'm like, and now every time I say, it, I'm like, "Damn it, Walt." <laughs> <laughs> the exact phrasing too. Let me squeeze. Oh, let me squeeze oh. past real quick. Let me squeeze past you. Yep. Yep. Al- I was gonna say there's also a handle that we engage with a lot on Twitter called um, their actual handle is at Midwestern underscore Ope, but they're Midwest <laughs> versus everybody, and they've actually t- they've tweeted about the beer before. But it's just one of those things that if you ever need a good meme as it relates to being a Midwesterner, um, at Midwestern underscore Ope is the move on Twitter. There you go. Cool. And right. now page two. Now, and now we're, we, we we're going international. We're going international for the world famous oh, pool like, are we? party pills. Oh, yeah. I'm putting my sunglasses on oh, for this. Let's, we got to get these distributed here, Ron. Thankfully, they're in. All right. The next beer we were talking about, as Meredith alluded to, <laughs> um, is one we've done several years now, maybe... Mark put his sunglasses on, so he's really ready. Um, something like that. This is probably the seventh or eighth year we've done this beer. This is Land Grant co-founder Adam Benner's favorite beer by uh, Country Mile, without a doubt. And he, oh, yeah. he's been on record many times saying just that. Uh, it's our pool party pilsner. It's a, it's a crisp, delicious pilsner brewed with some uh, Southern Hemisphere hops. Um, and it's delicious, and it's back in cans on, well, it's not on draft today, but it will be probably by the time this podcast comes out. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's great. Take it away, Mark. Pilsner. Pool party. Pool party. Pil- Pilsner. I'm taking it away. Well, okay. I've got my, <laughs> Did I say Mark? I've got my <laughs> pool say party Mark? t-shirt on. I think as many visuals as we can give the listeners on an audio podcast. That's all right. I'll take I've this one off. Hold sunglasses on. Sunglasses on. Right on from the pool. Second. I love Pilsner. Did I say Mark? Yeah. I was looking right at Dan, and I meant to say Dan. Well, so. I mean, he and I are practically twins. You know, <laughs> he thinks that, at least. <laughs> He's got you beat hair-wise, though. True. That's true. Not sorry, Dan. 100%, but yeah, he's probably got a few more strands. Let's let Dan talk about the beer. Mark, yeah. you've well, talked Well, that's enough. cool, too. No foul, no harm, Adam. But you're um, so, so ready. Um, but you're so touché. ready. Yeah. Touche. People I can't see ready. you, but they know you have got a pool party Pilsner shirt on, your sunglasses on. Yeah. You are so ready to talk yeah. about the beer. It's the only reason I'm here, <laughs> except for, of course, that watermelon wheat. <laughs> no. This guy looks like he's ready to partay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dan knows what's up. I don't know if we can put a photo in the show notes, but if we can, I'll, I'll, I'll drop it there. Fair. So, uh, <laughs> as Walt would say, take it away, Dan. <laughs> Thanks, cool. Mark. Um, so 5.4% ABV, 28 IBUs. Um, uh, big change this year is uh, one, um, again, last year we were using Swain pills. Uh, we've switched to Malt Europe's uh, pills, which is a little bit of a cleaner um, pills malt. So you're probably not getting as much like breadiness from this, which is 
cool in this case, uh, given it's a summer crusher, um, we kind of want to get out of the way and let the hops do their thing. Uh, so uh, the returning um, offenders are Waimea and Makatu. Um, uh, but uh, the one that we've added this year is uh, Motueka, which, uh, again, we've always described this uh, as having a bit of a lime character to it, and that's kind of the major thing that you get from uh, Motueka. So there you go. Dan, are you sure it's not Wakatu? What are you chuckleheads laughing about <laughs> over here? I'm really disturbed by the amount of table talk at this uh, <laughs> this podcast. It's There's disrespectful. A lot, lot of hand gesturing and table talking. And, um, Dan, that's I, how was, you spill I asked if you wanted a glass. I thought I was being polite. No. <laughs> I, I like to do some can crushing every now and again. <laughs> you know, this podcast has gone off the rails, but at least the table's dry and uh, we're still recording. <laughs> Not everyone at, at the table is dry, yeah. though. Powder yeah, in Mark. the table is dry. Um, I can well, tell. We've, all, we've all jumped into the pool at oh, this yeah. party. So, oh, yeah. Dan. Anywho. Anyway. Anyway. I, I, I don't know that it's, uh, well, I don't know. Again, it's hard to gauge how um, limey it is <laughs> compared to <laughs> last year, um, particularly given that we've just had two other beers with yeah, lime with in lime. them. But, um, no, it's... Um, yeah, I've, I've already crushed a number of these this I feel year. Like, I feel like, though, one of the sort of interesting parts when we do a double or in this case triple header is having beers like in contrast or comparison to each other like i could sit down especially when we've talked about hot day you know sunny poolside wherever you are i could do any combination of these beers and be like completely content with the rotation so whether you're sitting down and you're doing a six crusher straight up or you're going and bopping around i feel like they've all really complemented each other and i think taste a little different when you kind of contrast them with each other too, which mm-hmm. is sort of a fun little experiment as opposed to just same six or straight through. It's a nice mixed six pack here. Yeah. No, it's, it's really uh this is an interesting lineup in this order. Uh, it's sort of like an escalating maltiness and bitterness. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it'd be kind of cool to see how it works in the opposite direction. Yeah. That's what I was just thinking is maybe we, I would love to try these in the opposite and see like how fruity that inflatable flamingo would be at the end if we did it that mm. way. Reverse the game. Just reverse it. Flip it on its side. Mm-hmm. Well, if we have to record this podcast again next week, <laughs> we could do it. Oh, hold on. Give me a second. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this beer's great. It's going down real smooth. It's how delicious. Smooth. So smooth. How what crushy. you need to do is just get yourself a spoonful of peanut butter as a reset and then <laughs> just start over again. I see. <laughs> Also, I'd like to hear you record the podcast with a mouthful of peanut butter. <laughs> so, two birds, one stone. Um, Got him. I know that Ron has historically on this podcast been the one asking about label design and so forth. But one of my favorite stories from when I first started here was the, um, if you look at the can, it's a printed can. There's a little uh, person on a diving board or platform about to jump in the pool. And there's a little moniker at the top that says Cool Club. And it's always one of my favorite little inside scoops. So, Walt, can you tell us about the cool I sure can. It's one of the dumbest cool things you could possibly imagine. <laughs> it's my favorite. So when Adam and I were in college, we were roommates with uh, what, 12 other young men, <laughs> we'll say. Upstanding citizens, all of them. Um, and one day we were hanging out, and we probably had some crushers. You were testing some crushability. I don't think any of them were of the 
quality of beer we're drinking now. Um, but <laughs> at the end of the day, Adam came. We were like watching TV or whatever, or, and we were all sitting on the couch in the living room. And Adam looks at me and goes, "We should start a cool club." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Pool party?" Because <laughs> I misheard him. I thought he said we should start a pool party. Seemed like a good idea at the time. Anyway, so Adam and I decided we were going to start a cool club called Pool Party. And so we would just kind of uh, deem things cool by saying that's pretty like pool party. (laughs) And we did that for a few years. And uh, (laughs) it's kind of an ongoing gag. We had, you know, we Adam and I's rooms in college were connected by a hallway. and so we called it the pool party suite. There's a lot of dumb stuff uh, like that. And then um, when I when I got married, Adam was my best man, and he presented me with a poster of all of the the pool party things we had, you know, come up with over the years. And uh, Do you still like have for it? one example, the official vegetarian sandwich of pool party was a BLT. <laughs> it was one of our. Uh, part of our doctrine and I'm, I'm not going to say them all well hold on Uh-oh. oh yeah Uh-oh. yeah adam just chimed in from the other room to let us know that it's very it was very sophisticated and highbrow <laughs> stuff um adam you know you got to come in here for crush yeah Melody. no no off mic um <laughs> commentary <laughs> um, but uh but yeah already. so so the I pool party that. thing was like an ongoing thing that uh you know went on and on and then um when we were thinking of this beer and like we knew it was gonna be this like sort of like tropical crusher pilsner like summer beer we were kind of come up with the name and my wife Erin who also works here at Land Grant was just like why don't you call it pool party <laughs> and I was like oh yeah duh like yeah. what an obvious uh, what an obvious idea um, so that's where we that's how we <laughs> got to this <laughs> perfect <beer. laughs> What's really funny is the first time I heard that story, I was sitting, I don't know if I was in the beer garden or if I was in the tap room, but I was somewhere um, near where someone was ordering a beer and I heard them order a pool party and I was like, I swear to God, they just said a cool club. And it was, it's, it doesn't sound just saying it here, like they would be things that would be exactly one-to-one and knowing the story certainly probably yeah. influenced it. But I've I have heard it from the lips of a customer that I'm like, I swear to God, they just said I'll have a cool club. So Yeah, and it's like the perfect beer name and that like it, it perfectly exemplifies what it is to anyone that doesn't know that story. Yes. Like it it is a pool party beer. But it is actually from like the most insidiest <laughs> of inside jokes. That's possible. why we've got the podcast. That's yeah. where what you get the scoop. Inside scoops. Benner, I think uh, crushability is coming up. Get in here. <laughs> I love the uh, the world famous designation to yeah, it. Yeah, um, and uh, that that's an Adam Benner, huh? Here we got. Look at this, guys. He's Guest a local star. celebrity. Oh, look at Adam this. Benner. One Adam Benner joining the podcast. Yeah, so the uh, the world famous is just how I would order it at the bar. <laughs> just say, give me that world famous Pilsner. That we make here at Land Grant, and you know, if you say things enough, I can get it to stick. See, see, that's don't I know yeah, it? <laughs> old Nold over here, he's gonna he's gonna learn pretty quickly. Oh, yeah, Old Nold. Old I heard Nold. you got a nickname. Nold. Yeah, no one ever shortens Ronald to Nold. 
Yeah. I think that would be great. Like, you'd be so unique. Like, if That's you sh- a good point. Yeah. Every, you know, it's Ron. Uh, you know, Ronnie. you know, Rob, maybe, yeah. I don't know where Bert comes from, but does it come from Robert, maybe? Old and old. Could. I like it. It's better than Andy Pandy. And, uh, yeah. So, Nold could Not be. Not to peg you, but that so sounds like something that my Cleveland friends yeah. would do. It, 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 <laughs> it doesn't, it, unfortunately, it doesn't, Nold doesn't really flow off the tongue. So, you got to get it like old Nold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. I did have a roommate in college from upstate New York who called me Diff. Meredith, Diff? like she See? called me okay. Diff, and Diff. I was like, "That's a new one. Never yeah. got that before." Revolutionary. Few, so. some Matt Matthews. Few. That's what my my cousin's friends used to call him. Few. That's worse than Topher. So, Topher is the yeah, worst Christopher. one. Yeah, Christopher. Yeah, Topher. So Nold. Yeah, it could work. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I so I, I started. Nope. I started ordering it as that, and then, uh, and then Joey H started calling it just the world famous, and and then. Uh, and then it got labeled on the board by, I think, Jake as the world-famous uh, Pilsner. Nailed it. And uh, we'll have customers go, why is it world-famous? Because <laughs> we called it that. Why isn't it World People all over famous. the world know about it. <laughs> it's in so, the definition. That's, uh, that's, that's world-famous. Well, you, you have to say how crushable it is. Oh, yeah. We're, we're all just on pins and needles to know how crushable <laughs> we, you think this beer is. <laughs> Definitely a six. I mean, that's got to be a unanimous six six pack here. Wow, I wouldn't six. have thought that from you, Adam. Yeah, I'm I, surprised. I know. <laughs> well, I had way more. Uh, let me squeeze past you uh, this past weekend at the employee retreat than I yes. did because we only had two cases of pool party in the building. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we drank them both real quick. We had those unlabeled version, the yeah. uh, the bootleg that version. Shout out to let me squeeze to Jackie uh, Jackie Wallenford. Um, for supplying, hooking us up with uh, some high noons. Oh, yeah. Team. People that like seltzers drank those. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Jackie listens to this podcast. <laughs> hey, she Jackie. Might? I can guarantee you she's not listening to this podcast. Nold. <laughs> it's a uh, six, right? Easy six plus. Easy. Was that a request or a threat? <laughs> <laughs> He's working his way back into our good graces. Yeah, yeah. Still, yeah, he hasn't we'll spilled there. one yet. I'll give him that. Knock on th- this one's no. in a can, so it's uh, a little hard. Yeah, he Sick. hasn't All turned right. into his Otter Ego Diff. Ron Warehouse just yet. <laughs> well, Diff? if 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 Noel, Death, Death. 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 No, it's Death. It's Death. Most people. That's why people misspell my it's name. More like metal. That I'll way. tell you. Remind me to tell you a story about a nickname I got from a Starbucks barista called Men Death. That was actually a. Mendef. It was a. It was a miswriting on the cup, and they read it as such out loud when they called my name, and it weirdly stuck in some circles. So that's another story for another time. Um, huh. If Nold gave it a six, then Dith also has to give it a six. Oh, no, yeah. no question. Yeah. All right. Uh, what about Neil? Neil. What about Neil? <laughs> no, I'm just. Mm, um, <laughs> and also, Mendez sounds like someone in like a Jane Austen novel. But um, oh, yes. Uh, Into it. Yeah, it's it's a six because I've I've crushed six at a time, so it's, it's okay. Six. All right, Ark. I'm following <laughs> Dan on this one with a six plus plus. <laughs> a lot of enthusiasm out of you today. Do we just call Thank you Ton? You could call Walton. me. Are you uh, mocking you me? Walton. I feel Walton. mocked. <laughs> or you could we could go with my first name Michael and you call me Cole. Cole. Cool. 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 Cool gives it a six. I like All right. ton. It's a unanimous ton. six Wal- on Walton. all three beers. This is a summer crusher this episode. Is. Look at that. Always drink responsibly. That's a full 18. 
you might want to you might want to find yourself a three day weekend to, to work that. That's why I took seven out. months off to get ready for this day. <laughs> We're happy to have oh you my back, goodness. Mark. Yeah. All right. We're at 40 minutes. Anything else we need to say at any about these beers? No, I'm good. It hasn't already been said twice. Here's Mm-mm. what. Here's the one thing I will say. I think it's most important for people who are listening is that if you're listening to this when this comes out, we'll have announced all of the details about Jenny's Strawberry Jam, Wonderful. which, spoiler alert, next week's episode is going to be about Splendid Strawberry Rhubarb Ale, the mm. Jenny's collab for this year that coincides with the Strawberry Jam event. Walt, tell us a little bit about the event. Oh, about the strawberry yeah, jam? Yeah, just a little bit. It's going to be Memorial Day weekend. It's going to be two days. It's going to be all day. Both days. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Be there. Will it be epic? Bring, bring the fam. <laughs> um, no, I'll, give you the, I'll, I'll give you the quick rundown. You can go to landgrantbrewing.com and uh, click on Jenny's Strawberry Jam right up there at the top to get all the super specific details. But, but here's the gist. We're releasing a delicious beer for it. Jenny's is going to be here with ice cream all over the place. Fox in the Snow is doing their super ultra special um, strawberry shortcake. That available you can only, only here. Only at the wow. event. Major. So they do it two days a year, and it's here. It. And you can get here, and you can get in line, and you get some. There's going to be live music all day long. But specifically, there's going to be kid-friendly performances um, you know, the whole day is kind of kid-friendly, but like yeah. I'd say more like family-oriented performances, um, 11 to like 4. four yeah. yeah. And we've got the, the whole turf area is going to have family-friendly activities and installations and activations and all that stuff. We've got a ton of great vendors here selling their wares. Um, basically, all you need to know is going to be like two-day festival, awesome Fables is playing. Jake uh, Jake Webb's band. He's been Ooh. on this podcast many times. Fables is playing Sunday. Number We're one. Spun and then Hocking River Hocking River String Band is our headliner on Saturday. Nice. Um, We're also closing down Town Street for the first time this yeah. year, which is really exciting. For yeah, a, I might have buried sp- the lead on that spread one. Spread it out. I think it's you know it's always been a really big event, but I think this year we've adapted to making it the biggest and best yet. Which yeah, is very it's going to be big. It's going to be huge. It's going to be super fun. Both um, days. Both days. <laughs> All days. Um, but, yeah, so Saturday and Sunday of Memorial Day weekend, um, get down here. If you can't make it down, um, the, the, the beer we're doing will be available both in the tap room and in stores around town, um, both before and after the Well, Yeah, it'll probably yeah. be available by the time next week's pod comes out. Yeah, so. yeah. So if you want to get your hands on uh, six-packs, they'll be out there. Um, we'll have it on tap here, uh, and it'll be available after the event as well. But it's gonna be a big. It's gonna be a big weekend. It's always great. It, the turnout's always incredible. Um, so yeah, put that on your calendar. Come on out. It's gonna be sweet. And if you want all the details, head to our website. Okay. And now I'm gonna do the weekly rundown. I'm gonna do this quick because we're we're going on to a longer episode. If you've made episode. it this far, you're committed. So go, hit it. You really want to know <laughs> what's going on on Mondays? All I those mm-hmm. first-time Gateway Beer listeners. Whew, so really here we go. It is, summer, it is basically summertime for real now. Um, so we are fully into our uh, beer garden season summer schedule, and that is as follows. Mondays, our Fleet Fleet Columbus Run Club. That's at 6. Just come on down run with those folks. Cornhole. Summer league signups are open now. Play starts in mid-June. So go to go, gocornhole.com, sign up. Mikey's is here every Monday. Tuesdays. Trivia and a movie. 
our boy Travis hosting trivia as always on Tuesdays. Play starts at 6.30, and when that concludes, we will be showing a movie in the beer garden, weather permitting. Um, and if you want to know what movie we're playing, we can't tell you. Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie? You Why want don't to? you just we tell can't. me the name of the movie? Mm-hmm. That's not how our licensing agreement works, unfortunately. But you can call 313-LG Movie on your touchtone phone. Hello, this or is Movie Phone. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. And That's we've got Mark on the line to, to answer all your uh, <laughs> touchstone questions. and Or you can, um, probably much easier, follow Land Grant Movie Phone on Instagram for the full list. Tortilla Street Food here every Tuesday. Come have a taco Tuesday. Some trivia and a movie. Wednesdays. Uh, we're holding those for community nights. Um, so it's not necessarily every Wednesday, but uh, a lot of Wednesdays we'll be having community events of some kind or another. And Two Fat Indians is here every Wednesday. Uh, congrats to Two Fat Indians on their new uh, pizza venture. Yeah, here in mm-hmm. Wrangleton, which is um, exciting. Food truck's still going strong. They will remain, they will still be here every Wednesday. Uh, and let's see, Thursday, live music every Thursday night. I'm going to flip my paper over. Sniffles all of a sudden. Where am I at here? Well, Where am I at here? Well, to be fair, I've lost the sauce. To be, you've lost the sauce. Yes, Thursdays are live music. If we're if you're listening to this podcast live this Friday, we have our all, all are welcome DJ series, which is curated by the Freshest Events, which basically DJ O Sharp oversees, which is why the music's so good. Yeah. This uh, tomorrow we're welcoming DJ Marley McFly at 9 p.m. It's a totally different vibe. If you've never been down here at, for the DJ series, it's awesome. And then this Saturday, it's a it's a twofer because we've got Moto Yoga back in the beer garden. Which is really fun. You can come into the turf mm-hmm. area. You buy a ticket. It just head over to Moto Yoga's event uh, event bright page. You can grab yourself a ticket, and include your first beer, which is great. And then uh, this Saturday night, it's the Hell Is Real match. It's a mm. watch party with the Nordec, the Nordeca, depending who you are. And uh, the crew takes on FC Cincy. It's away. And DJ Tone, Land Grant's own. DJ Tone. DJ oh, wow. Tone is going to both open the, the pre since, uh, the pregame for the Eve event. Two thousand. Pre-game for the event and the post-game, and hopefully it's a post-game celebration. Yeah. He'll be DJing. That's exciting. And then this Sunday we've got our race day and our F1 race day and paddock party. So uh, Tipico, uh, thanks to our friends at Tipico Sportsbook, will have the Emilia Romagna 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 Grand Prix at 9 a.m. Yeah. Uh, doors open at 8:30. So anytime it's before we open, it's 30 minutes before the race. We'll we'll open the doors, get everybody settled. They can grab a box box lager and, and have a good time. We're gonna have food from Sleepy Bear Breakfast, which is a new uh, breakfast truck, which is very Sounds exciting fun. to have. Sleepy to- Bear. Sleepy Bear. Oh. <laughs> and then also Cute. we'll be having um, our first Tipico Sportsbook after party. Which speaking of which, DJ O Sharp will be DJing, so it should be a totally good F1 Sunday DJ. fun Sounds day. Sounds like a totally good week. To Sunday me. F- F1 yeah. day. It Great helps time. to say it properly if you do a lot of hand gesturing. Exactly. Exactly. My Italian didn't come through there. I apologize. Yeah. Zoom, so zoom. A lot, lot, lot of stuff going on, but a lot of reasons to come see us. Any day of the week is a good time to be at Landgram. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's what we got going on. Anything else anyone wants to add? Mark, you, I know you always have a mm. lot to say about it. I don't lot have a lot going out stuff. other than keep it real, reverse the game. Uh, <laughs> DJ Ready Red of the Trigger Happy Ghetto Boys will not be here. He may still be living or not. I don't know. Uh, okay, there's your update on Bushwick, Willie, uh, and I have been looking for him. 80s rap group, the Ghetto Boys. Thank you, Mark. Um, Face is still going now. He's still torn. Uh, check them out on Wikipedia. 
All right. Anyone else got anything else to add? Ron, what's up? Um, I just want to highlight the FC Cincy crew game. I think it'll be a great time. Oh, yeah, it is. uh, uh, It's the best spot in town to watch a crew game. I'll be here. Everybody else will be here if they're not at the game. (laughs) I'll be signing autographs. Yep, spilling beers. Come as an old for an autograph if you see him here. Uh, Yeah, that's all I got. Thanks for letting me back on. Hey, you're welcome anytime. You've proven yourself capable. (laughs) Finish your sentence while anytime you don't spill a beer on the computer. (laughs) No, this uh, has been a hoot of an episode for sure. Summer Crushers, all available now. Cans, draft, all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Next week we'll be talking about our uh, collaboration beer with our good friends from Jenny's. It's going to be a splendid strawberry rhubarb ale. And spoiler alert, for next week, it's also a crusher, and it's also summer-friendly, and it's also going to be available in cans. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. I think we're crushed. (laughs) Drop the mic. (laughs) On that note, don't forget to tip your bartenders. Yeah. We'll see you down here at the tap room. Thanks, Um, Jeff. Ark, (laughs) on, (laughs) kill. (laughs) Yol. All right. This is mm, out. (laughs) 